I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Coming to you live all over the country. Thanks to program directors who put this program on their radio stations. We have uh, hundreds of radio stations across the country. And those of you that tune in, we thank you. Also, Aftermath.fm is available. It's an online affiliate that plays our program from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. Also, TalkStream Live. Dot com provides a link to many of the radio stations. They have a whole list of radio stations where you can listen in. And if you want the show at a more convenient time, you can always subscribe to Ground Zero at Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. We get some great deals going on right now where for $79 a year, you get full access to all the podcasts, the video library, the social network, the tech support, and also we have the documents and everything, study groups. Also, we have a, uh, another friends and family pass is available for, for actually one thirty nine a year. And that gives you three sub accounts along with your own full access as well. So sign up today at aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Helps out the show, keeps it lit. We're very grateful for those who have resubscribed for another year. We've been at this now a year, and we're very grateful for your support and all that you do to keep this radio station and radio show going. I mean, we wouldn't be able to do it without you. Thank you so much for your, especially in times like these where, uh, you know, censorship is uh, ruling the day. And, you know, you need a place to hide. You need a place to be with people who have the same spirit, same mindset, not necessarily an echo chamber. There are a lot of people who have different opinions at, uh, at Aftermath.media. But uh, it's certainly it's a place where people can speak their minds without, you know, facing ridicule. Tomorrow is the moon landing anniversary. Um, I uh, was going through my notes, and I, and I saw a lot of things you know, of course, uh, Jeff Bezos uh, tomorrow was actually going to be setting off on his course into space. We already had Branson do it. Now he's going to do it on the day of the moon landing. You know, I hate the moon landing anniversary. I, I dread it because, well, someone always asks me questions as to why I doubt that the moon landing happened in 1969. Um, I'm not. I'm not one of those diehards. I'm not going to sit there and say the moon landing didn't happen. It's all fake. Blah 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 blah. No. There are things that I doubt. I mean, I'm sure that the record speaks for itself. People will throw me science, but I got history. I I believe uh, in the history rather than the science. I mean, you can give me whatever science you want. That's fine. But uh, a lot of it doesn't match up, and historically it doesn't match up. None of the attitudes historically match up with the idea that uh, we successfully, uh, well, let's just say this. Let's just say the record is not what it seems to be. Not that I don't think we went to the moon eventually. We did, or we, you know, I, I like I say, my doubts are based because of history, not because of science, not because I have some guy. I mean, I, I've expressed my doubts on many cable TV shows, and I was even ambushed by an astronaut who came to me and said on camera that me doubting the moon landing makes me less of a patriot, and that he feels that it is the equivalent of spitting on the graves of those brave men that set foot on the moon's surface. I remember when I did that show, um, can't remember the name of it. I mean, Michael Barrow was in here with me and they had producers in here and I provided him documented evidence of why I believe that there were a few things about the moon landing that didn't make any sense, especially when you're talking about project horizon, you're talking about Werner von Braun, you're talking about the Nazis, you're talking about all this. And he basically took it and he says, okay, that's fair and good. But he didn't even look at the documentation. They didn't even look at the documentation when I was on the show. Okay. 
They didn't do any of that. And there I was, you know, you know, and, and Michael Barra was saying, well, Clyde Lewis, you know, he likes to talk. Uh, he talks about facts. And this guy says, oh, I like guys who talk about facts. Then immediately I knew what this was. It was an ambush. And the astronaut, you know, he was really nice to me. But then uh, on camera, he basically got tough guy on me. And I'm thinking, I thought it was just here to discuss, you know, whatever. But no, he, he was uh, he was really irate. But um, whenever I give replies about why or whenever I want to reply to the accusation that when I'm that my thoughts are flawed, a lot of my replies end up on the cutting room floor because I, I tend to get a bit nasty and I reveal the ugly way we got our space program. Uh, let's face it. When you're dealing with NASA, when you're dealing with the moon landing, when you're dealing with anything outer space, you've got a group of people that think everything that goes on in space is fake. There's nothing out in space. There's no satellites. Nothing happened. We never went to the moon. We never did this. And I'm not saying we never, ever did anything. Okay. I'm saying, though, that our space program uh, has a secret. Uh, there are secret space programs. There, there's the civilian space program, and there are space program cover-ups. And, and as I've said many times in this program, conspiracy theory to me, the best conspiracy theory of all, or any conspiracy theories, are the ones that come from the Cold War. Uh, conspiracy theory today, well, I mean, it's not what it was cracked up to be, and most of the conspiracy theories are being spun or being spun by the mainstream news expecting you to believe them, especially when they're being spun against people they don't like. And that's what most conspiracy theory is now. It's like we're spinning conspiracy theories against people we don't like, making up stuff that has no basis in fact. But anniversaries like the moon landing um, and observances of the moon landing are usually occasions to distort records and to change history ever so slightly to cover up the holes in the narrative, the, the holes in the script. NASA's record goes unchallenged, and we are distracted by the memory of heroes and the ticker tape parades and everything. I mean, it's anathema to ask why we're no longer shooting for the moon and why some 50 years later we're so excited to see billionaires take off from the Earth and only go about 60 miles up. I mean, it's funny how we're getting lower and lower and lower. What? We went to the moon. It was 250,000 miles, 230,000 miles, no, 230, 250,000 miles to the moon. So we go to the moon in 64, 69, rather. And then we bring the shuttles out. Well, the shuttles only go 400, 500 miles out. They don't go any farther than that because of the Van Allen belt. So we're going 400, 500 miles out there, you know, almost to the Van Allen belt, flying around like a bus. You know, you take the bus out for a spin around the planet. Now we have... Galactic, the Galactic founder, Virgin Galactic, Branson, Richard Branson. He became the first billionaire founder astronaut of the space set. And then Jeff Bezos is going to blast off on the anniversary of the moon landing. He's doing that tomorrow. Bezos will be joined by his brother, Mark, and two other Blue Origin teammates, Wally Funk and some teenager named Oliver Dam. Now, Wally Funk is actually Mary Wallace Funk. 82 years old. She's going to become the oldest person to go into space. She was one of the 13 women who passed NASA's astronaut training program back in the 1960s. Oliver Damon is an 18-year-old physics student from the Netherlands whose father paid for his flight. He only got the, the, the seat on the flight because another man who paid $28 million for it dropped out. So Bezos is going to fly up some 66 miles above the surface of the Earth. 
He's going to be on a fully autonomous rocket and capsule called the New Shepard, sending him 13 miles higher than what Richard Branson did. He flew. To, he went into space on Sunday, July 11th. I think it's thrilling to see private citizens that are now blasting off into space. But we can't forget that while space joy rides are a thing in the 21st century and how we're getting lower and lower and lower, astronauts lifted off the Earth using technology back in the 1960s. They lifted off the Earth using technology that is less advanced than a toaster oven. Okay? Less advanced than your cell phone. This is the technology we use to go up some 250,000 miles. We landed on the moon and we came back without one astronaut dying or being stranded on the moon. Amazing, isn't it? Isn't it? Don't you find that amazing? Not one death, not one stranded astronaut, and we were going up to the moon, 250,000 miles. These guys are only going up 66, 60 miles. Shuttle only went up about 400, 500 miles. It's also amazing that just before the moonshot, Neil Armstrong nearly died during a training flight before the landing on the moon. He was he was the command pilot on Gemini 8 and the only NASA mission to be aborted in an emergency until, of course, Apollo 13. On May 6th, back in 68, Armstrong was flying the lunar landing research vehicle less than 100 feet up when he lost control over it and he had to eject. And NASA was recording the flight, captured him ejecting from the vehicle moments before it crashed down and exploded. NASA reported that the vehicle was a total loss in the ensuing crash. If Armstrong had ejected any later, he would have been dead. That's the lunar landing research vehicle being piloted by Neil Armstrong just before we went to the moon, and he almost died when he was piloting it. The lunar landing research vehicle is the precursor to the lunar module that he used to land on the moon. It was very different from the craft that was from a Navy plane that he was using to, I mean, he was used to flying something. He was, you know, flying a Navy plane, but in his oral history project, Armstrong described it as looking like a tin Campbell soup can sitting on top of some legs. Now billionaires like Branson and Bezos can blast off their phallic egos and the world can forget how hard it was to get to the moon. And yet so simple, it all seems to be, you know, all this seems to be thanks to what? We're freshening up history every time the discussion comes along again. When we talk about arguably one of man's greatest achievements, all the creases and all of the wrinkles are covered. The makeup is applied generously. Defects become virtues. And indeed, if they were ever virtuous to begin with, that's the whole point of my doubt. And the moon landing anniversary is always, always a time to give a vigorous cleanup with what was going on and the fact that the Cold War was the main reason for the moon landing. The Cold War always gets a backseat. The Cold War conspiracy of the moon landing always gets a backseat. And in fact, it is the main driver as to why the moon landing even happened if it happened at all. And that's where my doubts lie. So you can give me your science, you can give me whatever you want to give me to tell me that I'm crazy and wrong, but I'm going to give you the history to show you why I have my doubts. I think it's the first time I've ever done it because I, I, I just feel like I, I, I never feel like I have a chance to explain myself whenever I'm on these cable shows. Clyde Lewis, man, he believes the moon landing was faked. 
eh, I don't know if I believe it was faked. I just believe that the document isn't what we think it is. 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. We'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.